Hello, everybody. Live from Los Angeles on a sports-filled, action-packed week. It is the Ozone. I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother, Terry, also known as the Icons. Wow. What a night. It's a sports abundance of, of, of scores and headlines and everything going down. I mean, this is a sports extravaganza. Let's just get right into it. Tonight was the Deontay Wilder-Tyson Fury trilogy match. And I have to be honest, I really didn't feel like this fight was necessary. I felt like Deontay Wilder showed uh, that he shouldn't be in the ring with him after the first two fights. After 19 rounds, I only had Deontay Wilder winning two rounds out of 19 rounds. Yada, 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 yada. And boy, was I wrong. Well, what a fight and what a treat for fight fans we got tonight. Right. Well, he got him a couple more rounds under his belt this time. He did. And, you know, he showed heart. By now, everybody knows what happened. Deontay Wilder gets knocked out in the 11th round. But man, wow. He tried. I mean, salute to, to Bomb Squad. He chunked him. Yeah, he tried. I mean, he he ditched everything after his game plan. It looked like it fell apart, which was a decent game plan. But it just so happens that you did need to have more pieces to the puzzle. You need to have more, you know, another gear. And Tyson Fury had the extra gears, and that's where the difference was. That's what it came down to. And, and if you watch the fight, a lot of what seems like what it comes down to is Deontay Wilder got beat by the better man tonight. And he got beat by the better man in all three fights. He got a draw on one of them. But in real life, shout out to his trainer because Malik Scott helped him out a lot. He made him believe in himself. Wilder came out very, very aggressive, but he also came out looking unsure of himself. And when he got dropped in the third round, it almost looked like in his in his head he was thinking, "Oh, okay, here, we, here, here we go, here we go again." Like, "Oh my goodness, like, am I going to be able to get over the hump? This is looking all bad." And then, you know, it's it's like he went into survival mode, but then he also went into heart mode. He turned into Lionheart because he didn't want to just go out like he a did and, he, and like a a chump, like a sucker. Uh-huh. And he did he did what he had to do had to do, and I was just. I was pulling for him that he could just at least have a good showing as a man, because I know that it's very, very important for him to be able to stand there. Because what I always talk about is that during a fight, especially a 12 round fight, you see a and a championship fight, you see a story develop. And there was a bunch of stories that developed inside of this fight. And, you know, it's about a man trying to overcome and then Tyson Fury also overcoming. And it was just who wanted it more at the end of the day. It was like a fabulous movie. And it wasn't just about who wanted it more. It was about who wanted it and who had the skills to deliver that. And I have to say, Deontay Wilder showed me more than I expected big time. But let's just just break it down a little bit for the fans. You know, Wilder comes out, as Malik Scott said, he would go into the body. And it was effective Mm -hmm. because I think the key to actually beating Tyson Fury is going to the body because he's soft to the body. Even though he wears his weight well and it's his almost 300 pounds, he's soft to the body and body work works. I don't care what division you're talking about. Problem is, you can't just have one phase of a plan to beat him. Right, that's what I was that's talking about, work. you know, because he went and he abandoned the body after like the second round after he get, got hit a couple of times. This is the problem, because once he got hit a couple of times, he got hurt. Then he turned back into the old Deontay Wilder in a lot of ways. He did. He did. And he was hitting him hard to the body. And you could see Tyson Fury was not feeling it. And Tyson Fury had no respect for him and went in for the knockout and got clipped twice himself. Yes. And it's, it's, it's a testament to his boxing acumen and also his heart 
41 other guys, 40 other guys have been in that spot and they could not get up. And Tyson Fury has gotten up three times from bomb squad. And I mean, from bomb squad, dropping bombs. These, he got hit so hard tonight, man. Oh man. Oh man. And he wore it well. I mean, he, he wore it like a, he wore it well. And it's interesting because in the, in the post fight, Tyson Fury talks about how taking a, he said he took a lot of punishment tonight and that puts a lot of miles on the odometer. He said, but to be honest, I took a lot of punishment tonight too. He caught me with some good yeah. ones. Gave me a real run for me money tonight. Mate. <laughs> And, and, you know, a great attitude as a sportsman. He did. And Deontay did not. And I hate that because as we do on the ozone, it's time to go deeper. They've made this like we talked about, about it in, in fight number two. Uh, Jermel Charlo caught a lot of flack because he said that Tyson Fury would win because he was a more skilled boxer. A bunch of people decided to make that about race. Unfortunately, this fight has had a lot of race over and undertones. And it didn't seem like that was the case in the first fight, but it seemed like it happened somewhere between the first fight and the rematch. Somehow or another, racism reared its ugly head and it became about something else. Now, what was nice about that was you had stars like Drake and other people uh, of color rooting for Tyson Fury, but you didn't have a lot of support from Deontay Wilder from the, from the marquee base, in my opinion. I wonder what that is. And not just, you know, they, 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 not just non-support, but non, it wasn't even, not people saying like how we were like, man, I don't think he's going to win, but I'm with Bomb Squad. There seems to be some sort of a weird backlash about Americans not rooting for the American heavyweight champion even when he was a champion, which is mind blowing because this is literally the top prize in all of sports. Yeah. This is the hardest thing to do to attain, not to do. This is the hardest thing to attain in all of sports is the heavyweight championship. But how can we blame some of that on um, Deontay Wilder? Did he build goodwill for, you know, because his, is his personality couldn't, that's a good question, conducive to the broad stroke of life not just the black stroke of life you know it's not it's (laughs) (laughs) get that hey that black stroke (laughs) sound like a a nice porn (laughs) no the black stroke (laughs) but the thing of it is is that you know we can't literally make everything into a race issue i i went by the the boxing acumen and Tyson Fury always looked like the better boxer, always used the analogy of a slugger in baseball compared to an actual hitter. The hitter is actually going to hit for a better average. He might not hit as many home runs, but he's going to have more meaningful hits and a better average because he's actually working on a skill specific skill set, whereas a slugger is working on a specific skill set that's lower in efficiency and productivity. You know what I'm saying? And, and, what, and what Tyson Fury did was work behind his jab and I fet like Deontay had all the tools. The biggest problem with Deontay is that he literally started learning late. And it's hard to catch up in a sport like that. This is the, so this it had nothing it to do like with black and white. Reason. No. And we just watched the same thing happen to Anthony Joshua. Yes. He doesn't. He didn't have the. He started. He started late. Yes. This isn't a sport you really should start late. And both of these guys started late. They're tremendous. The only thing that that helps you with for is CTE. <laughs> And and tonight, I fear that the bronze bomber picked up some CTE. Yeah. I think some brain cells were damaged heavily tonight because he insisted on going out on his shield and because of the circumstance being what it is. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's unfortunate because... Unfortunate and unnecessary. Uh, unnecessary because after 
eight rounds. I would say rounds eight to 11 were total punishment. And we became an accessory to a beating. Because, and, it, and it's you said something when when we were watching it, which is really real. It's like this kind of fight is the kind of fight you watch and it makes you sad. Yeah. It, it, but, and it, it, I wasn't I wasn't pumped to watch that fight after after that, that latter part of the fight, because nobody should enjoy watching a man just get pummeled. And, you know, and, and all about watching those triggering videos of the police harassing and killing people of color. Exactly. And this is all about, you know, pride at this point, because his pride let him stay in that ring and his his corner, hoping that he could land that haymaker to change the tide. I understand he has the potential to do that, but the chances of him doing that at that point after like the eighth round was slim and none. Sure was, because Tyson Fury gave you great professional work where he leaned on him after after Wilder hurt him. He actually started laying his 300 pounds on Deontay. And a couple of times, Deontay took a knee and you could see how it was gassing Deontay. Yeah. And the you way he was wobbling around the ring, putting him into the headlock. Yeah. The, the way that he was leaning on the back of his head, he gave all the pro moves that you learn. It's like being in the post. If you play the post when you since you've been a child, you understand the chicken wing and how to stabilize yeah. a guy so that he can't jump when you're going yeah. up. All the tools of the trade, he did all that, and then he delivered the thunder. I tell you, we've caught a lot of uh, disagreements with people because we suggested that Anthony Joshua should switch trainers and that he should go with an American trainer uh, with someone who can instill that that kind of whittle down and, and tunnel vision, that mean streak, and make it translate. And Tyson Fury has done exactly that. Yeah. If you look at his strategy in the first fight, when Ben Davidson is training him and they're trying to be careful about Wilder and Freddie Roach was like, man, we can get him out of there. But Freddie Roach wasn't the head trainer. It almost got Tyson Fury knocked out. Right. Not spark out. And in the subsequent, and in the subsequent two fights, he sparked Deontay. And it's, it's, it's very disappointing because then that turns into a countryman thing, which is fine because I'm a USA all day, baby. But the thing of it is, is that, yeah, you have to understand that in order for these fights, the combination of mixing a guy with talent and matching him up with a great trainer is the big difference. Like people always insinuate or say that Anthony Joshua should come over and work with Derrick James. You know what kind of fighter Anthony Joshua would be if he would work with a guy like Derrick James? This is the same thing that he could be an all time great. Yeah, this is the same thing that Lennox Lewis did when he came over and got into Kron, you know, just like the Klitschko's. So you it, yep. it's something there. I'll just like Tyson Fury. Yeah, it's something there is this is this is now a pattern. It's not, a, you know, one off. So we have to take it for what it is. And it's not a knock on the British fighters or the UK, but it's something that we have here that they actually, that we import export in, (laughs) you know, or vice versa. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's a, there's obviously a different science being taught in the sweet science. Mm -hmm. There's a different element of the science being taught. And Deontay actually pushed that tonight because what he, what he showed was that he was willing to go out on his shield sword, however you want to call it. But he also was, willing to let it all fly and take his chances because he knew that he was taking a risk out there after he got in trouble. It was just like, okay, balls to the wall. I got to let it all hang out there. And this is what Mike Tyson was talking about. But it's just unfortunate that he got caught early because that's a hundred percent because he looked great in the first round. He won the first round. Yes. And then he was decent in the second round. And then all of a sudden, just like I had already said was how was he going to act once he got clipped, he got clipped and then he reverted. Then he turned into yeah. the guy who's now questioning himself, who's now in survival mode, and who is now 
I, I, I just can't commend enough about him with the heart that he showed fighting back. He got off the ground. He got off the floor, the back. mat or whatever. He fought back. He fought back. He's like, man, I am not going out like this again. And it's just, he just got overpowered. It's the, the better skill set one. That's all it is too. Yeah. And that, but it's bigger, physically stronger, more skilled man one. Exactly. Now, athleticism, forget about it. Deontay, everybody knows that he's a superior athlete to Tyson Fury. But but yeah. when if you want to put it encompass it all into one thing, which is boxing, Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight in the world. And he's proven that it's just over no and over and over again. And we cannot dispute it. Yeah. I mean, it, and you know, honestly, still. Anthony Joshua has a better resume, I would say, even than Tyson Fury. Oh, definitely. It's just that this time around, since Deontay Wilder showed up and, and bullied him right and, and stood up to the bully, it does put extra uh, extra guac on Tyson Fury's status and his legacy. Mm-hmm. And he received expert instruction in the corner from Sugar Hill. I mean, it was. It, well, I have to say that Deontay Wilder behind that jab. Yeah, and I say I have to say Deontay Wilder got some good advice as well. It was just that I felt Malik gave him great yeah, advice. Yeah, I just felt that when he was getting that advice after the third round, he was concussed. So that advice was just like me talking to to the sky. That's a great point. You know, so it it really didn't matter. And especially you got to see his ear was bleeding again. Mm-hmm. Tyson Fury has he's in the hospital. With that with the with the ear, he's in the hospital. And, and this is prayers a situation up. where you have to keep him. Prayers up for Deontay Wilder because he has to be monitored. Yes. Now, he took a beating tonight. There's no way that, that, that you can take a fight like that, a beating like that, and be the same fighter and or come back in anything less than a year, in my opinion. You got to, you have to take so Well, the last time. one. A beating from a giant. Yeah, the last one that he came back from was almost two years now, right? And so. Yep, almost. Yeah, so this is almost two years. Just before the world lockdown from COVID. Yeah. No, it was lockdown, actually. Wasn't it? The rest of the world was locked down. We weren't. Oh, okay. we're po- it was February. We're still playing games. It was like February 20th, uh, 2020. And then it was March, I think, 16th is when everything locked. So he went in there. It definitely wasn't locked down because I wouldn't have been there. <laughs> we we wouldn't have been there for that. Yeah. I, that's what I had about. And not for nothing. How about an arena? 19,000 people, I think, that Garden Arena holds. Maybe 16, 19. With one mask. Not a mask to be for one mask that everybody was sharing. Look like I saw my boy AD out there. AD had his mask on, talking, panning the AD had his mask, panning the crowd. The the dog was panning the crowd, looking at him like, wow, y'all playing like that? And it's a trip to me. It's a trip to me because you're seeing other fighters out there without a mask on, and you're messing up your payday, champ. You're messing up your payday if you go out there and get COVID (laughs) and can't fight. Messing up your paper. You you can't get that back. Nothing. We got to get this act together because I read afterwards, Clarissa Shields, they gave her problems and didn't have her on the floor and gave her problems. Her credential didn't get her on the floor and all kind of disrespectful type stuff, on, man. You know, she's champ. Stop playing with Clarissa. Yeah, exactly. Man. That's the champ yeah. in, in multiple sports. She's MMA now. And she, she, she come on, man. She kicking ass. Stop playing with Clarissa. Don't make no sense. Credentials together, man. That kind of stuff makes me so mad. Yeah, maybe we can get, maybe we can get her on next week and talk about the fight. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she may have one to announce. Yeah. But uh, but uh, yeah, this this situation. I think this is I hope this is the last that we see of Deontay Wilder in the ring. I hope he doesn't fight anymore. I really do. He's got crazy. He should have crazy money at this point. Um, And hopefully he can get away with his wits about him, because this sort of damage is the kind of thing that that shows up in 15, 20 years 
not necessarily tomorrow. Well, the damage that he got, and in all honesty, I wouldn't be surprised if Tyson Fury retired either. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Well, the damage that he got tonight, I don't think is going to show up in the 15 years or nothing. The damage that he got tonight, like I said, prayer should be lifted up for him because people don't understand that this is why I always speak harshly on the, the PED use because if a guy like Tyson Fury yes. was on PEDs, we might see the end of Deontay Wilder, not his career, but his life. And it's not acceptable because this is a very, very serious combat sport. And when you learn the sweet science as they know it at the highest level, you can put people's lives in jeopardy. And it's not, you know, and yes. and we're talking about entertainment, but all these guys got families and children and everything else, man. So you there's somebody's daddy, somebody's son, yeah. somebody's cousin. So it's not it's not enough just it's think about them us getting entertained and watching them get, you know, get their money. No. And this is why I was really disturbed by all this talk afterwards about would you like to see it again? Would we do another one? Nobody should want to see that. Yeah, nobody should want to see that. That was we literally were an accessory to a beating. He said he was going to punish him and he punished him. I mean, and he said it. And the thing about it is that said he was going to smash him to bits and he was going to go home to his pretty wife, a changed man. Yes. That's what he told him. And and that's what he did. And unfortunately, the way that he beat him tonight was just I just I, I just came and speak on enough. It was hard to watch. I mean, if you always had that little glimmer of hope, like I know that he's got a chance that he maybe could lay the big one. But then after the eighth round, after he laid on him and pushed down on his neck and everything else, I didn't feel like he had no no room for the big bomb. I mean, even when they tried to play it as if Fury was in trouble, that that latter part of the I think the ninth or tenth round, Fury would, didn't even get hit. He swam on him and and and, yeah. and clipped him getting out of. And he had so much disrespect for him that he never. He at the beginning of the fight, he wasn't moving, using his head movement. He literally went in there to move forward and to just punish Deontay Wilder. And that's how he got. That's how he got caught. Yeah, because I honestly felt like he didn't even really take it serious until like the third round. He didn't even take it serious. Like, oh, man, yeah, dude, no head movement. He wasn't feigning or any of that kind of stuff. He just, okay, this is what he's doing. I know he's got some new tricks, but let's see what he's got. Okay, I'm going to just play with him a little bit. Okay, now this is what he's doing. Sugar Hill deduced what he was doing and said, okay, uh, you know, this is the same soup warmed over. Let's just eat it and just and it. put it on him. And it was just not, it, it, I, you know, I love to watch fights, but then I also don't want to see somebody just get punished like that. And I know that Deontay, this was something special. I wanted to see him do his thing for himself. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the boogeyman and he needs to get over the hump because he's been the boogeyman for so long and he was the bully on the on the schoolyard and now he's met his match you know but i i just yeah. i just really like tyson fury because he's a humble person and he was very you know i feel like they all went too far with the disrespect this time and i feel like a lot of that's definitely a lot talking about each other's mamas yeah. and, all and their wives and stuff like that i mean i understand way too far you guys need to sell the fight and everything but then somebody crossed the line and then if somebody literally crossed they all crossed over and start going too far you know, and I think that Tyson Fury tried to clean it up and tried to, you know, be the bigger man at the end of the fight. Of course, because he won. I don't know. Can't say that he wouldn't have done that if he didn't win. But I, it seemed to be in his character that he would have actually gave him his props if he hadn't won as well. Wow, that's a good point. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, hell of a fight. Better fight than I expected, I have to say. And a great card. If we go back down the card, the the fight uh, to start the main event, um, man, that kid Anderson put in some work against the the sloppy giant. Yeah. Then we had my man Adam Cognaski coming back with a rematch against Hellenius 
And man, that went the wrong way for my man. Terrible matchup. Really went the wrong way. It's just a bad matchup for Adam. And he's got to go back to the drawing board. He's taking a lot of punishment. He got his eyes closed. This dude just keeps coming down on him with the leverage. And there's just he had no answer whatsoever. Well, he's another guy that his arms were too small to slap box with God. Yeah. It didn't work. And then, then he's another guy who actually, to me, I, I, I honestly always feel like when I watch a guy, especially when they take beatings like that, is that, OK, that's enough. I, you know, th- that's enough. Hopefully you made good investments. And but that's what they did. The six, the six round that the six round, he got DQ'd. So thank God that the, the doctor did what he did. Yeah, I'm just because I'm talking that, about, though, he, in the he future, was taking punishment in the future. These guys. Oh, you're saying that's that's just enough. Yeah, that's just enough. I mean, because you're talking about, you know, a lot of these guys who are walking around with CTE. You guys don't have any kind of, you know, union, union and no health, health insurance, insurance or whatever or like that. And so. It's great when you can walk away like SOG, like you, Andre Ward. You can walk away with your faculties. Andre Ward is sharp. And Lennox Lewis as well. He's out there giving great fight analysis. Yeah. I mean, what do you want from him? Segue into something else, but don't stay there until you actually are running mumbles. You know? Yeah, because that's what this game has for you. Yeah. Now, a really interesting fight that didn't have a lot of action, but showed a lot of promise. I have to give major props to Eddie Reynoso. Uh, because the Cuban Flash put it on F.A. And I love watching F.A. fight. I do too. And he confused F.A. He confused him, and he negated his his right. And, he, you know, he just literally was another fighter, which I felt like was a, a prelude to what was going to go on the Tyson Fury fight, which actually did with a boxer outmaneuvering and manipulating a puncher. And F.A. got a, he, he's right. got a lot of work that he needs to do. He's got a lot of talent. But maybe that fight was premature. Be- yeah. But he called for it. He wanted yeah, it. He said he wanted it. And you better, it. Be, cre- you better it. be careful what you ask for it then. You ain't never lie because he got dropped. And he did get cheated on a knockdown, but that wouldn't have changed the outcome of this fight. No, because he got dominated. Uh, because he got dominated. And great work by Sanchez. Great work by Eddie Reynoso. Yeah. I mean, you know, as long as the fighters perform and there's no problems with the drug test, I'm all for you, man. Yeah. And he got the job done. Beautiful fight. Mm. Beautiful fight by Cuban Flash. It was beautiful. Well, folks, that concludes our uh, our our Wilder Fury trilogy rematch. What we found out tonight is that Tyson Fury is, in fact, the baddest man on the planet. And it was not a fluke before, and he made it happen again. Going to leave you with a quick quote from Maxime Lagasse. And it is, be persevering at the bottom, but humble at the top. We're on this soup together, folks, but you got to be humble because you never know when that tide may turn. I'm your host, Omar Miller, and this is the Ozone. Ozone. I'm just living the dream.